Hello and welcome to the 27th episode of the Cyber Powered Hour. I'm your host, Wielding Hammer, and here with me as always is Pack Devil and... Oh, yep, yep, get it out, get it out. It's up. And uh, special guest, very, very creative lady, Nerd and Needle. Oh, hello! <laughs> welcome. You know, I probably should have asked you before the show, but how do you want us to address you? Because I don't know if we want to say Nerd and Needle the whole time, or do you want us to say Nerd and Needle the whole time? <laughs> well, <laughs> you can go by one of two. You can either call me Elaine, or you can go by Nerd, because that's usually once I come into people's chats, or especially in creative and we hang out, it's just Nerd! So, <laughs> you could do that. All right. <laughs> Nerds! <laughs> I mean, not like a dying cow, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's all he's got. <laughs> Us fat boys know how to do dying cow. It's good. It's good. How was your all's week, guys? I'll let the guests go first. Oh, mine was fabulous. <laughs> um, I had a lot of commissions this week. Uh, I streamed this week, and I just took the last day off, which was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I saw your struggle bus in there with Hidden's uh, patch. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that guy's just nothing but trouble. <laughs> yeah, he is. I always have my ups and I have my downs, and he keeps saying it's his fault, but I don't know. Oh, go with definitely, it. Definitely, definitely his fault. <laughs> I'd charge him double. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> so, How about you, man? Did you finally show up to work before noon this week? Yeah, since you put noon in the title, yeah. <laughs> 10 o'clock? Uh, once. <laughs> but uh, that wasn't too bad of a week. Uh, had some plumbing issues in the old kitchen that took away most of my gaming time, but I still got in some Sea of Thieves. Nice. I like being a pirate. I, uh, I had a six-day work week this week, and my shortest day was ten and a half hours. So, oh no, there's that. That's <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Three people calling sick this week. I just had a guy calling sick right before we hit record. <gasps> I was like, "This is awesome! Thanks, guys." Aww. My boss's boss is in town for four days this week. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. So. Enjoying that manager's check? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't decided yet. <laughs> a lot of alcohol will be consumed Thursday after he leaves town. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> it's good for a job you drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, let's go right into it. You, since you brought up Sea of Thieves, what would you guys play this week? Did you play anything, uh, nerd? Oh, um, or are you just? I haven't. Uh, I was just waiting. I didn't know if I was going first mm -hmm. or not. <laughs> um, no, no, go ahead. I haven't been able to play video games for a few months, and it makes me so sad. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, just because I'm I'm working, and when I get in work mode, I'm like, boom, I'm in it until like the end of the night. Um, but I've watched everyone else play Sea of Thieves. I watched my boyfriend play Sea of Thieves when it was in alpha, I guess. Um, okay. Uh, back in the back in the day, but yeah, I watched Broman and a couple other people play Sea of Thieves this week. Oh my gosh, watching Goth Broman Lano in Darkness play was hilarious. <laughs> it's like the movies. Uh, oh, <laughs> 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 it 
<laughs> and then right. Broman's getting drunk, falling off the ship and out of the crow's nest. Oh, it was good. Watching the DCP guys play, and then tonight, right as we're recording right now, Lupo, Chariona, Goth, and Scrub Ring are playing, and Lupo, Lupo and his wife played together for like two hours earlier. This is his first time playing, and they both dressed up and everything. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> And I mean that's just a a taste of the game. I I can't wait for the full release to see what else is there. Yep. Because just hunting chests and battling ships is pretty fun. Although solo battling ships sucks. It looks like it would. Because trying to steer, shoot, and everything else, it's <laughs> not very smooth. <laughs> and you can't sink a ship with one cannonball. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone will rise to the occasion, though. I I just know it. <laughs> But yeah, no, they 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 built a great product there. That water is incredible. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, just the whole game itself. Well, I got some CFDs in. I play or what well, we did a we tried to complete a raid in Destiny Two. Get a couple of first timers <laughs> through. That was yeah, Hence that the was word an try. experience. <laughs> <laughs> you said try. <laughs> Did it happen? Believe it or not, we didn't have issues on the dogs. I was expecting that to be the hardest part of the night, and it was the easiest. <laughs> the, the, the gauntlet, the easiest encounter, yeah, was the, the toughest. Easy, the easiest encounter <laughs> in the game was the hardest that, that can, of the night. Can you imagine when we get to Callus what it's going to be like? <laughs> Probably going to need to set aside a weekend for that. <laughs> but uh, it was nice to finally get to play with the guys again. Yeah, I think we had up to nine people in party chat there for a while. It was pretty nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then those lame people that played Monster Hunter left. Yeah, what losers. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they have the game before me and enjoy it. How I know, rude. Right? <laughs> but that game looks like fun. I can't wait to pick it up. Chopping up giant monsters with giant swords. I'm uh, definitely pick it up so I can jump in with the guys and play with them. <laughs> we'll stop calling them lame. <laughs> you have to They'll still be lame. You have to join the lameness. You got to get in it. <laughs> it's only lame until I'm involved, and then it's cool. Oh sure. <laughs> uh-huh, that's one way to put it. <laughs> All right. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys watch any other streams this week besides a bunch of pirating? That was pretty much what I watched was pirating and Monster Hunter. I watch uh, my, my, because in the creative community, a lot of us kind of watch each other's streams. So I, uh, I watched a couple people, uh, Deborah Ann Marie, she did some awesome, uh, oh gosh, with the, the, the Peggy things and the, oh man. <laughs> the, You're speaking our language. <laughs> the perler beads, the perler beads. <laughs> Um, she did really cool, like, big perler bead pieces this week. Um, and I watched, like, a couple other people, like, nerds and crafts, and, and I just like to watch other people work, because I'm like, it inspires me to keep working through whatever I've got Mm -hmm. going on, so. That's the other kind of streams that I watch. (laughs) I uh, I popped in on your stream, I think it was, what, Monday night, and hung out for a bit. Oh, did you? Yeah, Yeah, same here. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome! When you were working on uh, Hidden's Patches? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that's all I did that night. 
Well, yeah, because your strings kept breaking. <laughs> oh, gosh. I bought needles the next day. <laughs> the next day. I was so mad. <laughs> and they were like, do you want to just buy one pack? I was like, no, I need 100 needles. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I need reserves. Because <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Yeah, that oh, was... you said what? Those needles last eight hours? Like yeah, each needle lasts about eight hours before it gets dull. So I like wow. to change all the needles at once. And those had gone from the entire Christmas season. So I knew yeah. there was at least eight hours, like more than eight hours on them. Need some diamond tips on those bad boys. I know, that'd be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds expensive. The machine's expensive enough. It should come with like gold <laughs> needles. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad you guys stopped by. That was that's awesome. Oh yeah, you gonna have a booth at Guardian Con? Oh yes! Oh my gosh, yes! Nice. <laughs> I'm so excited for Guardian Con. You guys, I'm turning 30 that weekend. Party hard! <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, the, to club. the club. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Wow, that's not usually the response. I know. For normal girls, like, oh my god. I'm like, no, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> my life is over. Oh, no. I think women look best in, that's like, good. their 30s. So here I come. <laughs> well, we all better hang out at Guardian Con and be getting some drinks. Yeah. Gotta celebrate that dirty 30. Yes. <laughs> I'm down. Let's 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 hit let's hit let's fire through this news. Um, Epic Games announced that it's shutting Paragon down and offering full refunds to anyone that purchased any content on a, on a April twenty sixth. That's pretty crazy that they're offering the refunds. I wasn't expecting that. Full refunds. That's pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I mean, that's kind of a stand up way to go about it, I suppose. Oh yeah. And here's one that no one's really surprised about. BioWare has doubled down on Anthem and delayed the game until 2019. <laughs> as they feel the pressure from EA and the community as it being more or less a make-or-break title. Especially after what they did to Mass Effect. It's more like, you know what, loot boxes are kind of hot right now. Let's get a little bit of waste from those. <laughs> well, the fact it that it's EA back is back. already a strike in its corner. <laughs> That game better be amazing. <laughs> and how many people they've pulled onto that team. They've pulled people off their Dragon Age team and off oh, wow. one other. They pulled people off one uh, one other game that the studio was working on. Yeah, they're going in pretty big. Yeah, it can't be another B1. <laughs> Start rewriting the story nine months ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, because D2 already did that, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I know another game that was really hyped up this year, and... <laughs> Dream big, fall hard. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, if they would have done that, we may have been happy. <laughs> hey, there's, there's good changes coming. There's good changes coming. Too bad there it's going to take, it's gonna take just... almost a year to get there. But... Oh, yeah. Uh, Ubisoft is raising the price of the Rainbow Six Siege Standard Edition from $40 to $60, and you receive basically additional cosmetic items and some in-game currency um, for purchasing it at that price point. But uh, you don't you, unlo- they don't give you any operators unlocked. You still have to unlock them. You, you don't see a lot of games that have been out for almost three years go up in price. 
<laughs> don't see a lot of games bounce back as well as they did from a bad release either. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, Ubisoft's done amazing with the division and with uh, Rainbow yeah. Six. It's, it's, I'm glad that they continue to support their games instead of letting them crap themselves and move on. Because <laughs> you know they did that with Assassin's Creed for ten years. Yeah. So. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, here's a big one for Xbox. If the Xbox One exclusives are being added to the Xbox Game Pass on day one of release, so Crackdown Three, Sea of Thieves, and State of Decay Two will be available on the Game Pass at release. I really like that. I mean, fifteen dollars is all it takes. But I'm just wondering how long those games will stay in Game Pass because they can take them out at any time. My guess is they'll probably they'll probably stay there a while. I would hope it's not like two months they yank them to try to boost sales because people have been trying them out. That's a very EA thing to do. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. They're the ones partnering with EA Access. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. There's an old EA game I really want on Origins that I've come close to buying all week. <laughs> all right. And the last bit and the weirdest bit of news of the week, John Cena is rumored to be playing Duke Nukem in a live action movie. <laughs> The movie everyone is just begging for. <laughs> I'm just trying to I need... picture. I'm just trying to picture Duke Nukem with the whole "you can't see me" in a Duke Nukem voice. <laughs> the... I mean, oh, was... how do you write a movie for that character in today's times? <laughs> it's gonna be directed by Michael Bay, supposedly. Yeah, I heard that too. Michael Bay explosions. Oh. <laughs> so explosions and bullshit. That's what you're telling. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> Explosions and terrible dialogue. Okay, got it. Well, I mean, it's Duke Nukem. That's that's kind of the whole point. So, I mean, I guess this might actually be a movie made for Michael Bay. <laughs> it's his comeback movie. <laughs> yeah, he keeps killing himself with ten Ninja Turtles and Transformers. So. Oh, man. Just stop. <laughs> stop. Quit. He's already dead. <laughs> You can just stop rooting my Optimus Prime, yo. Just leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's do entertainment. What'd you guys watch this week? Oh goodness, I finished The Crown season two. <laughs> huh? <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> um, the Netflix, uh, the The Crown about Queen Elizabeth. I love that show. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a sucker, a big big sucker for those. <laughs> <laughs> Just British, anything British, I'm down. Ah. Uh, so I finished that. That was really good. That's pretty much what I watched while I sewed this week. Uh, well, I uh, finished season three of Gotham. Oh, what'd you think? I mean, I'm pissed that Hulu has already cut the first six episodes of season four. Mm-hmm. That's Hulu. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. I'm not going to start on episode freaking seven, so I'm at a point to where do I pay $1.99 for the first six episodes, or do I wait a year? I don't know if I'm patient enough for that. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of other stuff to watch. And then I uh, I decided just to make the, this entire day a Batman day, so I watched <laughs> Batman Returns, uh, The Killing Joke, Batman Begins, and The Dark Knight. So oh. At least you finished with the good ones. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I forgot how weird the 90s were with <laughs> behind the wheel. <laughs> like, now that I go back and watch it, I'm like, there's some... Uh, man, the 90s were weird. <laughs> I, first, yeah. I saw The Killing Joke when it was in the theaters, and... I I don't know how I feel about that one. I'll just say that. I don't They took a giant crap on it. That's how I feel it about took, it. It took a <laughs> weird turn. Well, like uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into no, the politics we behind that movie. Is you bring in sexism and uh, objectifying and it's it's all bad. It's been... They took a great comic book and they made it a terrible movie. Yeah, okay. Good. I'm not alone. Comic book, though. Definitely read. Definitely get it. It's amazing. I'll have to... I watched the movie first. I should have read the comic first. Dang it. I mean, once you get past the first 40 minutes of whatever the f- that was of the movie <laughs> that they decided needed to be tacked on, it pretty much follows the comic book exactly. Yeah. So. And, yeah, that's, that's all I did was a lot of Batman this week. But you pack. Uh oh. Are you muted? Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> um. Yeah, I didn't watch a ton this week. Uh, caught an episode of The Gifted, and uh, pretty much just I was either gaming or sleeping or working. So. Pretty boring. <laughs> All right. Well, let's fail. I mean, <clears throat> let's take a quiz. Oh, great. All right. Here we go. It's a nice quiz about, buddy. <laughs> well, <clears throat> romantic comedies. What? Yay. All right. 20 <laughs> questions. Oh, Lord. This is all nerds' fault if we fail. I'm just, just been uh, there. I'm, I'm a terrible girl. <laughs> <laughs> So am I. Can you believe that? Let's just throw that out there. Ah, <laughs> oh, all right. So, what are Annie and Alvy scared to cook, leading to a great photo in Annie Hall? Rabbit, lobster, duck, or crabs? It would have to be lobster. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of these people. Me neither. <laughs> So, lobster? Sure. Yeah, sure. All right. Correct. Oh! Fuck yeah, in the quiz. Let's call it a day. Context <laughs> clues! Where do Pat and Tiffany live in Silver Linings Playbook? Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Long Island. I want to say... I know that one. It's Philly. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. All right. Two for two. Oh! I helped. <laughs> It's <laughs> shaking bacon. I hail. <laughs> Alda Snow moves in on Peter's actress ex girlfriend in this 2008 rom com. Get him to the Greek, super bad, forgetting Sarah Marshall, knocked up. Who? <laughs> Alda Snow moves in on Peter's actress ex girlfriend. Oh, that's the. the uh... it's get him to the Greek. Is I'm it? sure, right? Wasn't that the name of the dude he had to get to the show? Jonah Hill had to get to the show? Sure, we'll go with that. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What's Josie's... What's (laughs) Josie's... What's Josie's nickname in Never Been Kissed? 
Old Stink Face, Josie Grossy, Josie the Nosy, Jumbo Josie. Josie Grossy. Wow, she sounds confident with that. I think I'm good on that one. <laughs> I, I, I will agree. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right, three of five. Paul Rudd, Donald Fazer, Faison, Brecken Meyer, and Jeremy Sisto played the dudes in this 1995 rom-com. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Nine months, Clueless, While You Were Sleeping, Mall Rats. Clueless? Clueless sounds good. Uh, you were not clueless on that one. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> Who is Keith's dream girl in Some Kind of Wonderful? Oh. Karen Mitchell, Kate Mitchell, Amanda Jones, Sarah Jones. I've never heard of this. <laughs> I've never heard of half these movies. <laughs> uh, Kate Marshall? Was that an option? Uh, Kate Mitchell? Mitchell. That sounds generic enough. <laughs> That it was very Amanda Jones. White girl name. <laughs> All right. Good day, Wanabe plays the immortal Long Duck Dong in this John what Hughes favorite. Oh, I know what it is. I know it. it's Sixteen Candles. That is an option. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> okay, I'm better at this than I thought. Wielding your response was great. <laughs> I just remember him being on the front lawn. Duck Don! Oh, gosh. <laughs> Who plays Christopher Marshall in Made in Manhattan? Simon Baker, Matthew McConaughey, Patrick Dempsey, Ralph Fiennes. Uh, Pat's the Ralph guy. Yeah, we'll go with the Ralph guy. The Ralph guy. Correct. Oh, good job. Yay. Uh, this one should be pretty easy. Which 80s music star makes a cameo appearance at the end of The Wedding Singer? Billy Idol, David Lee Roth, Boy George, or Cin- Cindy Lapier? I never saw that movie. I'm pretty sure it's Billy Idol, since that's kind of the whole song that's playing throughout the movie. <laughs> wedding. I trust him. Billy Idol is correct. How many of Rob's ex-girlfriends do we meet in High Fidelity? Oh. Three, four, five, or six? Four? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> One shy. It was five. Oh, dang. What's the name of Billy Mac's horrible Christmas song in Love Actually? Christmas is all around. Here comes Santa Claus. White Christmas. Jingle Bell Rock. I never saw this either. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jingle Bell Rock, maybe? It was Christmas is All Around. Ah, oh, poop. Which song does almost everyone sing at the restaurant in My Best Friend's Wedding? Build Me Up, Buttercup. I Say a Little Prayer. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Caroline. Probably Build Me Up. Buttercup? <laughs> I don't know. kind of want Reese's now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, going Buttercup, here we go. Say a little prayer. Ah. ah! I'll have what she's having 
is the famous line from which romantic comedy? You've got mail, when Harry met Sally, sleepless in Seattle, pretty woman. I've never seen any of those. <laughs> wow, you are a terrible girl. I told you! <laughs> I don't think I've seen those either. Uh, maybe when Harry met Sally? Yeah, that sounds accurate. It's very accurate. Oh! Who plays Ellen in It Happened One Night? Rita Hayworth, Claudette Colbert, Betty Davis, Mae West. God, I really wanted to be Betty Davis. (laughs) (laughs) I have no clue. None whatsoever. I have no idea. I I understand that. But I need an answer. Go with Betty Davis, because that sounds great. It was Claudette Colbert. Ah, poo. (laughs) What's Vivian's best friend's name in Pretty Woman? Karen, Kat, Kit, Kath. Kit, maybe? Sounds right. Correct. Oh, how did I do that? She was friends with the car. Interesting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you've seen Jerry Maguire, you know how much the human head weighs. Is it seven, eight, nine, or ten pounds? I thought it was seven. Might be seven. But it could be ten, too. I guess it depends if we're weighing wieldings. (laughs) (laughs) Going with seven? Oh, don't trust me. We'll go with ten. Going with ten. Going for the big head. It was eight. Ah! Lame. Neither of us are right. (laughs) Alright. Who punches Joey in the face in ten things I hate about you? Cameron, Patrick, Kat, Bianca. I haven't seen this movie either. Kat? Yeah, we'll go with that. It was Bianca. Oh, dang it, Bianca. Before her wedding to Humperdinck, Buttercup is kidnapped by three outlaws. Fezzik. <laughs> Fezzik, Inigo Montoya, and Blank in The Princess Bride. Chesney, Miracle Max, Dread Pirate Roberts, Vizini. Sure, it's Vizini, is it? I don't know. Dread Pirate Roberts is what the main character was going by. I have no idea. <laughs> so Vizini, Vizini, whatever. Correct. I've oh. seen that movie enough times I should have known that one a little bit better. <laughs> All right, two left. Ooh, Where does Amelia leave the blind man after helping him cross the street in Amelia? The cheese shop, the metro kiosk, the candy store, the doctor's doorstep. Candy store? Sounds I'd say it was such... blind man, have some candy. <laughs> Would you like I mean, if... diabetes with your blindness? <laughs> if I was blind, I would want someone to just drop me off at the cheese store and leave me there too. <laughs> so you want cheese or candy? <laughs> And whichever. This is America. I can have both. both. <laughs> but it's a question. There's only one. 
I would say candy, I guess. It's we're so probably both story. wrong. It was the Metro the shop. Metro kiosk. Let him lick the lollipop. Who plays oh. Fiona in Four Weddings and a Funeral? Emma Thompson, Kristen Scott Thomas, Julian Moore, Andy McDowell. No idea. Emma Thompson? I've never... I, this reminds me of how many I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Thompson? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Kristen Scott Thomas. I don't know who that is. <laughs> ah, you you beat me by one. You got a fifty percent score, ten of twenty. I got nine of twenty. Oh, holla! <laughs> but I didn't have any help. <laughs> I'm a better girl by one point, <laughs> and a lot of context clues. <laughs> so actually, William, this is one I'm glad I lost. It's a very important point. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. There is this week's quiz. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Now that we struggled through that, let's go through our top top three top romantic three <laughs> I'm sure Pax over there like, I know I've seen at least three of these at some point. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I think we'll let our well we'll do one at a time, we'll let our guests go first. Oh, that's so much pressure. Um top three romantic comedies. So my Numero uno I know of is P.S. I Love You. Um, I saw it in theaters and I cried multiple times. <laughs> and it's got Gerard Butler in it. Why not? <laughs> um, oh gosh, other two romantic comedies. Moulin Rouge, is that technically a romantic comedy, sort of? Hey, sure. I'm a huge musical girl, so that's another one. Um, oh goodness, what's another one? Uh, Devil Wears Prada is kind of a romantic comedy, sort of, maybe. Why not? And I like that one, too. So, ta-da! <laughs> We'd even accept Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Christmas movie! <laughs> yes! At least she knows that. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's my top three. Uh, Go ahead, Hammer. All right, number one, Easy A. Oh, okay. that's a good one. For, for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, need a minute. All right. Um, <laughs> Get them tissues. <laughs> that's for after the show. The next one, I guess, would be Knocked Up because I'm really struggling to find any others that I actually like. <laughs> and uh, the last one, I'll, I'll do a Hitch. Oh, that is okay. a good one. Those are right. my three. Uh, my three. I've actually watched them all. Uh, first one's The Proposal. Ryan Reynolds, Sandra <gasps> Bullock. Yeah. Um, Silver Linings Playbook was pretty good. And The Ugly Truth. That's a good list. Yep. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> my honorable mention was The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, <laughs> can't put don't it... know that I would go there with that one. Just can't put it on a pedestal, yo. Just <laughs> <laughs> do you like Coldplay? <laughs> he got a big trunk because I'm putting my bike in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Yep. 
tricks. I know, I know, but it's fun. It's great. I'm just kind of letting it roll at this point. <laughs> Boy, uh, good luck transitioning. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Bye. <laughs> All right, well, this week's charity stream. <laughs> Get them. Who are we supporting? Uh, it was just Siam and her son. Uh, they did a charity stream benefiting the American Heart Association. Uh, they raised $1,000 during their stream. And the background on the American Heart Association. The American Heart Association is the nation's oldest and largest voluntary organization dedicated to fighting heart disease and stroke. Founded by six cardiologists in 1924, our organization now includes more than 30 million volunteers and supporters. Heart disease is the number one killer worldwide, and stroke ranks second globally and is the leading cause of severe disability. Some form of cardiovascular disease affects more than one in every three adult Americans. Many are seriously burdened by disabilities. To fight these diseases, we fund innovative research, advocate for stronger public health policies, and provide critical tool and information to save and improve lives. Our nationwide organizations include... 146 local offices and more than 3,400 employees with their national headquarters in Dallas. The American Stroke Association is a division that brings together the organization's stroke-related activities. We are working towards improving the cardiovascular health of all Americans by 20% and reducing deaths from cardiovascular diseases and strokes by 20% all by the year 2020. We provide public health education in a variety of ways. We're the nation's leader in CPR training and education. We help people understand the importance of a healthy lifestyle choices. We provide science-based treatment guidelines for healthcare professionals to help them to give quality care to their patients. We educate lawmakers, policymakers, and the public as we advocate for changes to protect and improve the health of our communities. Our volunteer experts select the scientific research most worthy of funding with great results. We've invested more than $4 billion in research, more than any organization outside the federal government, and we have funded 13 Nobel Prize winners and many life-saving research advances such as the first artificial heart valve, cholesterol-lowering drugs, heart transplantation, and CPR techniques. Visit their website at www.heart.org to learn more or donate directly. Awesome. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Some websites don't give you enough information, and some give you a lot of information. <laughs> they give you the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, I would prefer that over having to go find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, get on to the main topic. This is the part where we make Nerd Needle talk for 25 minutes and we, we, we get to sit here and be quiet. Oh, snap. Yeah, we just mute ourselves, uh, <laughs> say whatever you want. We'll be back, we're going to get lunch. No, no, you, <laughs> ju- you just saw the segue I had to bring in, like, because my life is crazy. I'll go off topic everywhere. <laughs> That's fine, you got 25 minutes to work with. You started Twitch, you ended a lane in a Broadway musical. I mean, I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's creative, and that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah! Crafty and creative. Okay. Uh, the creative part of the Twitch directory, so. What would you like to know? How'd you get started in creative? Oh, snap. Okay, so last year, 
Um, I told myself that it was going to be the year of Twitch for me. Like I wanted to, I, I'd been doing my, my sewing and embroidery business. Um, and it was doing pretty good, but I was like, you know, I think if I stream this, it would be kind of interesting. Like I've done radio, I've done like modeling and film work and stuff. And I'm like, I'm comfortable in front of the camera. I just need to figure out a way to make it work. (laughs) Um, so a boyfriend gave me his old computer and bought me a webcam and said, have at it, girl. And I said, okay. (laughs) 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 Um, and that's how that, and that's just what I did for the, the first, uh, four or five months. I didn't record. I didn't have VODs because I was so like, ah, this is poop. (laughs) 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 Like, I just was like, eh. And then eventually I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, I should get a second webcam. And when I was like, oh, I put a bar up that said, um, you know, road to second webcam. I hit my goal in like a week and I was like, whoa. And they said, yeah, if you get a second webcam, you need to start saving your stuff. And I said, okay. (laughs) 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 Um. So we've, I've kind of like over the past year, like we've all come together and built a little community. I call it a uh, nerds neighborhood. <laughs> we have block parties and if we could all get together, we'd play a video on somebody's garage door and <laughs> oh, nice. hang out. That's awesome. Um, that's just kind of what I call our little, my little community we got going. But uh, yeah, just trying to show people what I do and kind of the behind the scenes because People might buy something handcrafted, but they don't necessarily get to see it happening or like understand what goes behind that thing that you are holding in your hands that you might be like, that's too much. (laughs) Why would you charge that? (laughs) That's craft show stuff. We won't talk about that. (laughs) Hey, we're here to talk about whatever (laughs) going on. You're educating us on, on, on what you do, so... Yeah, so I also do conventions. I go to, uh, I've done a lot of Wizard Worlds. I went to Dragon Con. Um, yeah. I've done different stuff like that. Um, but yeah, streaming on Twitch has been has been really good. And then I was on a little podcast called Ask Bro Man. <laughs> yeah, real little. Nobody's ever heard of that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, because I watch him when I'm when I'm sewing, and he just... You know, he said, hey, if you jump into the into the chat room, you know, we'll talk yep. or whatever. And I was like, oh, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in. There's no way. And then as soon as I heard Nerd Needle, I'm like, oh, Lord. Um, and I ha- I still have that reaction ever since. Like, he's called me out on stream a couple times. But like, hey, is Nerd Needle still here? And I'm like, oh, God, what do you need? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> um, yeah, no, his, his podcast is incredible for content creators. I really enjoy it. Yeah, and I I think I was on episode like three. Um, I I had no idea, but I, I, I didn't know how new it was. I didn't know anything. I was just like, oh, if he could give me some insight as to like streaming and stuff, that'd be awesome. Um, so that's kind of, it's been a huge catalyst. Um, just that information and being on there has just like propelled me in a direction that I'm like, I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Um, so yeah. And where is that? Uh, where is that? That is, um, it's it's. I am in love with digitizing and embroidering. So now that I have my own software to digitize, um, 
you know, streamer, I get commissions from streamers and, and now different companies and stuff that are coming forward and like, Hey, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, can I stream it? And they're like, yeah. Like, all right, sweet. <laughs> There's a couple like this past week. I didn't stream as much because like they were super secret, like they're for a girlfriend or, uh. you know, like a company that doesn't want people to know. And I'm like, Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the 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 way forward for me is I want multiple multiple embroidery machines and I want to I want to stream it and I want to you know help streamers and I want to I love being in the gaming niche because I do game. I haven't been able to game as much off like like lately, but I do game and that's like where my heart is. Um is helping other people and and being in this little niche that's kind of happening around me. Um, if that makes any sense. So that's that's yeah, the future. No. That's the future I see. <laughs> so your um your equipment though is quite looks quite sophisticated. Um <laughs> how like in, in in general, how does that uh, work? Like how do you get the image to actually get onto the fabric? Um so the digitizing software, I just I take a, a JPEG, I plug it into the system and it's kind of it's like photoshopping on top of something that's already photoshopped. So you have to tell the stitches where to go. You have to tell them like what type of stitch, um, what areas to fill. There's weird things called pull compensation. <laughs> it, it gets real nerdy and technical. <laughs> There's satin stitches to Tommy stitches. There's all kinds of craziness. Um, it's pretty much an open world when it comes to embroidery. And it's really, it's really, really neat. Um, I started, I, I, I started from a wood bedroom apartment with just a sewing machine that my parents gave me for my birthday. And I started making infinity scarves. And a year after that, I was like, I want an embroidery machine. And so I took out a loan for $5,000. That's how much a single needle cost. Um, that was going to be able to, to help me go where I needed to go. And I did that, and then I got a divorce because the husband at the time was not supportive and just terrible. <laughs> just not the best person. <laughs> the best, money, best money you ever spent, right? Yes. <laughs> that is the best 150 pounds I've ever dropped in my life. Um, <laughs> um, so once I... Once I got out of that and, and all the paperwork was cleared, boom, yeah. I immediately took out a loan and I bought my 10 needle machine, which cost me $12,000. But wow. she is worth, and I say money, like I say the value of things when I talk yeah. about it because it's such a secret in the world of sewing and embroidery. Like people don't want to tell you. And I'm like, no, I will tell you because this is an investment. Like you got to know that you want to do this <laughs> to be in it, <laughs> to buy a car <laughs> that's going to yeah. sit in your living room <laughs> or your office or studio or whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and especially when I got my 10 needle, I was like, I think people would really, really like to see how this works because I don't think many people do. Um, so that's been that's kind of the journey that it's kind of taken. I just want, I just want a whole studio with like five, six machines going. That would be just amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just kind of, just kind of figuring my way through it. And, and the, the software I just got, uh, a couple months ago because that software costs anywhere between $1,500 to about $5,000, depending on what kind you get. Um, 
And so when this company called Wilcom Hatch opened a payment plan for monthly, I was like, whoo, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> so that's what I, I, I got that and started doing the digitizing. And I was like, oh, people would love to see this on Twitch. <laughs> it, you know, when, the little bit I got to watch, it was, it was quite interesting. I mean, unfortunately, the strings kept breaking, but. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It, it's, it's a pretty cool machine just to watch do its job. But <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's just going to town and making something out of nothing. It's it's pretty cool. You should catch me now on a good day. I got fresh needles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> needles on point. Oh, hey. this nerd's got those needles, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so, good. So, uh, obviously, we've talked about Hidden, a friend of ours. But, yeah. Uh, what, uh, what other streamers have you gotten the privilege to do work for that... Uh, people may know um well some of it is i make i i do it on my own and i just send it to them okay um so i've done professor bromans i've done some for dr lupo uh people who have reached out to me uh oh gosh uh uh creative people there's been a lot of creative people so um ham official uh deborah ann marie uh problematic adam uh Oh gosh, A4 Man Artist. He has these little flummies that are really cute. Those are fun. Um, who else? I know there's a couple more gamer streamers that I haven't sent off yet, but I know I've done them. Oh goodness. <laughs> uh, gamer Goo. Yes, the, I don't know. <laughs> the Gamer Goo Company. You probably saw that on my Twitter. Um, I did. Crichton's. I've done his. Uh, yeah. They just, they keep flowing in. I'm like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and I try to get them out as fast as I can. And he did like what, a, like Lord of the Rings dice bag or something? Yeah. I saw on your Twitter. That that looked pretty cool. Yeah, the the one bag to rule them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have on my on my Etsy, I do a lot of, that's and that's what I started doing before the whole the streamer patches thing happened. Uh -huh. um, and I still do it is a lot of uh, nerdy and geeky inspired items. Um, so when I go to conventions, that what I, that's what I would bring. Okay. I'm a sucker for a dice bag and you've got <clears throat> some interesting ones on. Your uh, yeah. Shop. yeah. Thank yeah, you. Does. I'm still, I'm still expanding the inventory. Nice too. Yeah. Thanks. You need to give me a dead orbit scarf. So everyone knows who the real superior clan uh, yeah, faction is. <laughs> Monarchy. I'm I'm future war cult, so we're all represented <laughs> we here. Them all represented. <laughs> I mean, did you see the skirt? Did you say yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Equality. <laughs> so yeah, what else, you guys? Uh, I do sew. I do sew too, so I don't just embroider. Um, okay. I try to. I try my hand at clothes every now and then. I have a Fallout dress that I haven't finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> whoopsies um i try to every piece that i make for clothing wise i try to uh embroider something on it because i mean i got the things to do it <laughs> um and i think uh for guardian con i'm gonna make some pieces and sell them in a si and put them in a silent auction there um some custom pieces i just don't know what to make yet um, and I'm also going to be selling some charity pieces there as well at my booth for Guardian Con. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I just don't know what else to bring to Guardian Con. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Trust me, whatever you bring, it's going to go. I hope so. It sounds like it's going to sell out no matter it's what It's going to sell. <laughs> I hope so. I sold out at my first year at Dragon Con, you guys. I sold out. Like, I thought I was ready. And I brought, like, oh, my gosh. I brought $2,000 worth of coin purses. And I was like, oh, this is more than enough. And I was – Dragon Con is a four-day event. And I was sold out the second day. <laughs> and I went up – like, on the third day is when you can, like, start buying your booth for the next year. And I went up to the lady. I was like, I don't – I have, like, two coin purses. I don't know what to do. And she's like, just pay for your booth next year and go home. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. She's like, or just enjoy the rest of the weekend, whatever you want to do. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, good job. Good job. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> Sounds like a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was insane. It was so insane, but it was so much fun. Yeah. I've, I've gotten to go to guardian con the last two years and it's, it's a, an amazing event. I mean, uh, the people there just are just great. You know, it's it's a lot of fun, and, and this year will be incredible with it being in an actual convention center. So, yeah, I've never I'll be been. There. We're all gonna be there. I've never been, but I'm so excited. Oh yeah. So I guess how did you get into the whole con scene? Uh, to the whole oh the convention scene. Mm -hmm. Um, so you remember when I was talking about craft shows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was doing craft shows for, I did craft shows for about almost two years. Um, and the thing about Southern craft shows is, oh goodness, it, <laughs> I don't have a good thing to say, so I shouldn't say anything at all. <laughs> Like I got, I got sales. That, that good, huh? <laughs> I I got sales. Um, it's just you would have the the southern women who, uh, I can make that. Like, oh, and they don't they don't hide it. They say it to your face because they're Pinterest experts and they know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> well, because they think that they can make that same item for the same price but they can't because like i bought the material and it's divided up and oh you know how it goes <laughs> so for them what you do is you make a, a build-it-yourself kit you just sell them the fabric <laughs> I, I you thread. know i thought about that too <laughs> be like shut up and just hand it <laughs> no that's rude i shouldn't do that um so i was doing that i did that for almost two years and i i called up my girlfriend one day and i was crying and I was like, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm not on the right path. What do I do? And she goes, you need to stop going to craft shows. They are breaking you. They're not just breaking, they're not just like breaking your bank because you're making some money, but they're breaking your spirit. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> and uh, I said, what should I do though? And she found a website called southernfan.com. And she's like, look, it lists all the conventions that are around you. You need to go to a convention. And I was like, what are those? And I'm, I'm a big old nerd. And I still didn't know that there's multiple conventions. I'm thinking that there's only like wizard worlds that come around every blue moon. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and then once a year in San Diego, the bigger one. And so I, I had no idea. So I went to my first one and it was the Fanboy Expo in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I, I, I bought a, I bought a, a space. And I made makeup bags. I just started making the dice bags. 
And I Make made... a bags ego wielding. <laughs> yeah, we'll get all your lotions and all kinds of good stuff in there. Beard oil if you got a beard. Um, so I brought the makeup bags, dice bags, coin purses, and some bookmarks. Um, and I went with my brother, and I it that, that it was it, I thought it was an anomaly, I guess, but it did happen at Dragon Con, uh, like you know, a year or so later. But I sold out the first day. <laughs> That's awesome. It took me from like feeling like I was broken being at craft shows, and then I I had that experience, and my brother was like, "We're going to the bar," (laughs) 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 and he's like, "We're just there's nothing we can do. We don't have anything else. We gotta go home. Let's go to the bar." Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So that's when I, I like that after that first con, I was like, okay, I think I think this is where I need to go. I think this is where I need to be. Um, so I kept doing that and I went to many different shows in Kentucky and Atlanta. Um, so like, uh, heroes and villains fan fests. I've done different wizard worlds. Um, I've met celebrity. I ran, I, my body literally ran into John Barrowman. Um, oh. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I turned and I was like, Oh, Oh, and, and he like gave me a big hug. He was like, baby, it is okay. I was like, Oh God. <laughs> He's like, is that your booth down there? Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll come by later. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just died. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so I love those kind of experiences that happen. Um, but yeah, so that's, and I, I've cut back on the conventions because of the, the custom work I've been getting. And I started mm-hmm. to develop carpal tunnel. Oh. In my uh, left wrist. So when that was the, the big thing that happened before I came on the Aspro Man podcast was I was very lost because of that. Um, like I was still streaming, but I couldn't stream as much because I was in so much pain. And right. that's when I was like, I don't How do you grow a channel? I think that's what I want to do. And, you know, and things just kind of happened after that. So <laughs> exciting. Yeah. See, I told you I could I could talk for like two hours. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're an audio only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why people are like, "How can you stream for so long?" I'm like, "Y'all, I can talk a lot." <laughs> so, um, obviously, you have your Etsy shop, which has a lot of neat stuff in there. But uh, for people that want to have the custom stuff done, how uh, how do they go about doing that? Uh, you can just direct message me, uh, slide into those DMs on, uh, Twitter, they're open on Instagram, they're open. Um, and, uh, Etsy also they're open. Um, so all, all the platforms, it's always nerd and needle. Mm Mm-hmm. So very, very good. That's nice branding. Thank you. Con season is upon us, too. I think my first one's next month. Oh, which one are you going to? Planet Comic Con in KC. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't set any up for this year, so Guardian Con is my first one. And then uh, if I get back, I had to... Uh, I couldn't go to Dragon Con this last year because of my carpal tunnel. Um so if I have to reapply, and if I get in for the mm. for this year, then I'll be going to Dragon, probably just Guardian Con and Dragon Con, and I'll just be done. <laughs> which is which is totally fine with me because I love conventions, but I love this custom work. I love like the stuff that's coming in. 
Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've really you've laid the groundwork now, so you you can do more at home, which is awesome. Yeah, thanks. So, um, I guess we're we're kind of wrapping up. But is there anything else you want to share, maybe for like someone that wants to do what you do, like how to get into it, or tips or tricks or anything? Just do. <laughs> just do. That's what they all say. Uh, Gary says it. Just do it. <laughs> Gary Vader, check it. Just. Do, just do. Document over creating. Like, that's what's so great about streaming. It's just document what you're doing over creating something around it. Like, just just film it, stream it, do it. Even if it's on your phone. Even if it's, you know, however however you have to start, just start. Because once you start, you get into a rhythm. And then it just snowballs from there. Very true. Which thinks when you're trying to start and you know you can't get into a rhythm because of what's coming up in your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's my problem. Oh, no. <laughs> so. But no, no, there you go. Just do it. Yeah. It's oh. it's simple yet hard sometimes. The simple stuff always is. <laughs> <laughs> guys well let's uh let's start to wrap it up uh we got an announcement to make real quick pack what is it you didn't share it with me ahead of time this time oh. no no i didn't uh so it's time for that bad netflix movie yes, and sir. uh i'm just gonna i'm gonna li- give you some of the cast members i'm gonna read the description and then i'm gonna hit you with the title it's got oh. casey fitzgerald eric roberts rib hillis uh heather foot vernon wells couple of names you may or may not know. And here we go. Here's the description. After a mining explosion in Livingston, Montana, formerly believed extinct breeds of dinosaurs suddenly oh emerged from the rubble. <laughs> now, a disgraced cowboy who recently returned home to make amends for his past wrongdoings oh towards no. his ex-girlfriend must team up with her new boyfriend, the sheriff, to defend their town against the rampaging beasts. <laughs> With the help of a few local gunslingers, the posse must band together in order to survive the deadly attack and take back their town. 89 minutes of glorious <laughs> Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> oh no. Sweet Jesus. What's it, what's it, you got me hooked. What's it called? Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. It is on Netflix. Oh my lord. The sad part so we, is... Is I love bad movies. See, once a month we we try to feature a bad movie and we watch it and then we talk about it on the next episode. It's kind of been one of our a nice little things we do. That's that's hilarious. And then we give it, then we give it a score out of five poops, and oh. five's the worst. And I have yet to give my five poop away, and I am trying to find one this year. This this might be it. If you like bad movies. Watch Kung Fury. It's only like 27 minutes. But oh, no. Just watch it. It's great. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> so we've watched movies such as Kung Fury. We've watched Zombievers. We've... <laughs> the a Hebrew Hammer. Man. Have you watched Zombies? Not yet. That's on my list. Oh, I watched that one. It was so so good. It was bad. It was so bad. It was good. <laughs> That'll be next October's movie, I'm sure. <laughs> so there you have it. If you'd like to watch it ahead of time, feel free. Awesome. 
Well, Pack, you want to want to tell them where they can find you? Shouldn't should we let our guests go first? Oh, I guess so. Holla! <laughs> <laughs> Why? Thank you. First of all, let me say thank you so much for for like asking me to be on here. It was really awesome. Um, you guys are you guys are really sweet. Um, well, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, don't really play around with Facebook much, but we're getting into it. Um, the tweeters, um, all of it, and Etsy, all of it at Nerd Needle. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> nice. Go give her a follow. Gotta like that branding. Thank you so much. I took everything as soon as I got my name. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> the same thing. Now I need to trademark it. <laughs> so, um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at PackDevil, and uh, that's pretty much it right now. But, yep, hit me up. Um, Wielding Hammer, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Wielding Hammer, and you can follow the show on Twitter at CyberPowHourPod. Uh, if you follow our pinned tweet, it'll take you to our Discord server, where you can hop in and chat with us and take quizzes and do better than me most of the time. And <laughs> you can also uh, send us an email at cyberpoweredhour at gmail.com. Well, that was a do good, it. good show, guys. It's a great show. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on, nerd. Aw, thanks for having me. Well, let's uh, let's skedaddle. I'm ready to go to bed. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone have a fantastic week, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Deuces.